Okay, episode number two. Um, this is episode number two of Millennial Entourage. My name is Jeffrey Dean. And uh, we're just going to go into some things today. Some things I learned today and some things I've been working on. And that's pretty much all. As much as this is a podcast on education and learning, this is a way for me to also kind of tell my experiences and what I've been going through and what I've been learning and discussing in um, in my daily life. Currently, I'm at the point where um, I have graduated from college and I'm out in what most people call the real world. And it is a very interesting time right now. Very interesting time because uh, there are many options. There are many roads to go down. And I am trying to find my specific path as specific as possible and allow myself to do what I've wanted to do for the last couple of years. When I was in college, I made a conscious decision my sophomore year that I would pursue acting. And that would be my main point and focus. And so from sophomore year to senior year, I took copious amounts of notes on um, anything from Stella Adler to Stanislavski and to all the different acting gurus studying you know, the, the industry, studying the strategies to, to go along with that. And I found that uh, a lot of it uh, seems to have been wasted. I have a lot of notes and I have a lot of talent, but I can't do anything with that here if, um, if I don't have the right connections. And connections is a big part of uh, Los Angeles. And so that is something that I've currently been working on. Um, I gotta start saying, stop saying, um, I noticed when I listened to the last podcast, I listened to about the first five minutes (laughs) and then I I started, I just couldn't take my voice anymore, but I I listened to the last, the first five minutes of the last podcast and it was just, um, every other word and I could not, could not listen. So (laughs) that will change. I will get better. This is a new skill that I'd like to develop, and I will only get better the more often I do this, but I have to keep it consistent. So, so far, I'm doing every Monday at 5 p.m., and I'll try to upload it as fast as I can to the interwebs that night. But to go back, I've been in L.A. now for about two and a half months, and my experience here has taught me a lot about the way that this place works. This is a working environment where people want to get to know people, to help people, to boost people, to get to better positions where they can help people. It is a very who-do-you-know industry, and that's okay. I just think that at some conscious, you have to have a conscious realization that that's the way the game is played. And I am very appreciative of that. Very, very appreciative of the fact that I know that. And now I'm starting to act on it. One of the biggest things I'm doing is, and what I should have been doing two months ago, is in just in terms of a job. I've kind of been struggling on it. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And everything I've done is like side jobs or odd jobs. And I am not a fan of that. That to me is not interesting. I want to do something I'm passionate about. 
and I have a hard time doing things that I'm not passionate about. And one of those being, uh, you know, anything from, I used to run dogs. I used to, and I was very passionate about dogs, but running six miles in the morning was just not feasible every day. My knees were just given out within two or three days. My legs were just destroyed. And it's not a new skill that I wanted to to learn. I didn't want to learn how to run farther. I would love to learn how to get bigger in terms of physical size and mass. So I started researching better diets and started researching bulking and stuff like that. So uh, my life has been kind of all over the place. And I think the best way to begin this is just by acknowledging the fact that I am at a point in my life where it's a little it's a little lost and confusing. I'm a little lost, I'm a little confused, but I am confident that I will find my my path very soon. Um obviously acting is a big passion of mine, entertainment is a big passion of mine, cinema and film is a big passion of mine, and so I will figure it out. But in the meantime, uh I'm going to tell you about some of my experiences. So I've gone in for some job interviews. I went in for um, two today and one yesterday. Um, right? Yeah, two today. No, and one tomorrow, excuse me. And so I went into the first interview and uh, ended up having a really amazing conversation. And the company, most of these positions are just for account executive positions where... I am able to kind of be my own boss and hire a sales team and also work as a salesman and and basically get my product out there, whatever product that I need to put out into the world. So that's uh, been a big po- point of focus is the job hunt. So I went to that interview today and actually had a, a really amazing conversation with um, my interviewer, and we talked about a lot of books, uh, we talked a lot about consciousness, talked a lot about awareness, um, talked a lot about intention, talked about theory, we theorized sales for a little while, um, had a really cool conversation with the guy and really appreciated him, so I'm going to go back on Wednesday and talk some more with him and, and see what the, he has to um, offer. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of coming from a place of abundance right now in terms of job interviews, so that's been a great part of my life. At the same time, I'm really trying to narrow down and focus exactly what it is I want to do and how it is I can do it. And when I was in the second interview today, it basically the idea hit me. I'm in the second interview over at um, a pretty well-known company, and they sell. They're a Fortune 500 company, and they sell uh, insurance and they do financial planning. It's um, it's it's to be honest, it's it's, it's a great company. I don't. I don't doubt it at all, but what I doubted was their, their method and their practicality. Essentially, what I saw was uh, them hiring young people, and then the young people's job was to go out and hire more young people to get them to sell. And to me, it seemed uh, like a pyramid scheme, and I know that's a very interesting word to use, but it is how I saw it. Because what I viewed is they would break down the percentages and then they would break down the percentages of the people I hired. So they were basically just hiring people to hire people to hire more people. And the numbers, I'm sure, just get smaller and smaller and smaller as the breakdown goes. 
So I'd start off as a training associate and it wouldn't, I wouldn't get the biggest numbers for my buck. So I'm sitting there and the entire time I'm thinking like, okay, if they want me to hire my own people and basically be my own business, why don't I just start my own business? And instead of selling insurance or some boring shit, whatever the fuck they're selling, right, financial planning, why don't I just sell what the fuck I want to sell? So if I sell what I know about, what I preach about in terms of, you know, four major aspects of life, whether it be, you know, physicality or uh, sociality or, or spiritualness or, you know, mentality, whatever it is, you know, four main aspects of life. Why don't I just do that? And so the idea kind of hit me and I'm in the interview today and she's, I'm legit like just writing down notes about my business idea during the interview and about halfway through her explaining it, she just goes, uh, you know, you following? And I just went, oh yeah, of course. And I tried to be super nice and she asked me to, for a follow-up date to come in and I agreed to it, but I, of course, I'm just not going to show up. There's, seems to be no point. It just seems like a system where people hire people in order to make money. To me, that's a pyramid scheme. I've worked in a pyramid scheme, so I know kind of how that works. Um, yeah, I used to work in a pyramid scheme and that job actually got shut down. I didn't do much with it just because I was in, I think I was a freshman in college at the time. But I remember in order to to start the, the, the job, I had to buy like $170 worth of product. And that's like a legit pyramid scheme. This is like a less legit pyramid scheme but it was still felt very similar and i knew that this was just not right for me which is okay you know that's all right it's okay to turn down fortune 500 companies to start your own company it's okay to you know want to do something else it's okay to want to start your own road it's okay to want to you know be something that most people think you cannot be you know i want to be an entrepreneur i want to be start my i want to have my own business i want to start my own podcast i want to be one of the most unique individuals that's ever lived on planet Earth in the best of ways. I want to be the most successful in terms of balance, in terms of financial wealth, in terms of emotional abundance, in terms of women, in terms of whatever it is, whatever aspect I pursue, I want to be the best at it. And I have and I've worked on it and it is just, um, it will come in time. So this is kind of my current predicament and I'm excited though because I feel a lot of resistance towards this idea. And if I if, if I recall Stephen Pressfield's The Art of War, uh, no, excuse me, War of Art, um, it talks about you know that resistance points to your true north. That resistance is the point to which you should follow. So, resistance in his way, I, I like that he uses the word resistance, but another word is fear. Do what you do what you fear. And it will kill fear itself. You will no longer fear what you fear. And I think that's one of the most important quotes. I think uh, Emerson said that. I can Google it, but just take my word for it. Um, so yeah, it's been a very interesting road. I have two interviews. But one of the coolest things that ended up coming up from this interview was the fact that uh, you know I, have my, I now have my own business idea. So now I have a more clear idea of what I want. When I'm going to these interviews, they usually ask, you know, tell me a bit about yourself. And I tell them that I've been working on myself in these four different areas of life and that I'm looking for a mentor to help strengthen my sales and marketing skills in an area that I don't have a lot of experience in that I want more experience in. And I do. I also want uh, more experience in 
uh, building a business. That's to me something I've always been excited about, especially if it's in a business that I'm passionate about, especially if it's something that I'm really interested in. That will really push me to be my best self and to do really good work because I know that I wholeheartedly believe in it. I remember I used to work for a company that I think I quit at legit after one day. <laughs> Tells you a lot about me, but I just couldn't take it. You were you were signing up people for timeshares. That was the sales process. You we're signing up people to for them to travel about two hours south to go to a timeshare presentation. And you would have to they would have to put a forty dollar deposit. It was refundable, but forty dollar refundable deposit to go check out this timeshare and in return they would get some prize whether it be i don't know tickets or a hotel or some vacation which to be honest i guess if you're into that you know that's fine but i just i didn't believe in it if i didn't want to buy the product then there's no reason i should be selling it you know so that's what's been going on um in terms of my career and in terms of my mental life also in terms of my mental life, uh, been doing a lot more visualizations. I think visualizations and affirmations are a huge part of what creates such a strong mindset. So I got to do this really awesome one. It's, uh, if you ever, if you guys ever get the chance to do it, it's called I think it's called Viking Affirmations, Warrior Affirmations. It's a great video on YouTube. It's about 33, 35 minutes long, and you just sit there and this guy's got such a deep voice and he's it's very relaxing and then they get the the drum beat in the background boom boda boom boda boom and it's like this really viking heavy warrior i just thought it was super cool so sometimes in the morning i'll get up and do those even when i go to bed i'll do them i really like them i think they're very powerful um that first interview this morning we were talking about affirmation talking with my the ceo the the guy who was hiring me hiring manager slash ceo about affirmations and uh you know he he swears by them he uses them which i thought was really cool i didn't think that most people would do them you know i thought i was like some weird subsect culture where only i knew about this but it seems uh i'm not alone in this which is pretty cool this guy seems to be very successful so i i appreciate his uh his honesty to tell me that and the fact that uh you know he actually does do them so it ended up being a really cool conversation so i recommended him just a couple of the ones i really liked and uh, he recommended me some that he really enjoys. So that was kind of cool. Um, and that's kind of, that's what LA is though, you know, just being able to network like that, regardless of I, whether I get the position or not, or whether I take the position or not, you can look at it both ways. Um, I think it just becomes very powerful and very fulfilling in that regard, in that aspect. So that's, um, that's what's been going on career-wise. Socially, my... Uh, my social game has been all over the place. I've uh, been in such a weird mood and state and mental state after hard summer because I've been doing something for the last four years and it's been getting me great results, but it's not been getting me like the cream of the crop results. And so I'm having to change my ways. And so a lot of this comes from... Um, what I've kind of been doing and the thing that I've always done and done very well at is I'm I'm really good at just approaching I can approach a group of strangers and I can get the girl to fall in love with me 
and that's fantastic and it's a great skill to have um and it's not you know it's not unauthentic it's not ingenuine it's all of it is is just me being me it's who i am i love women i love talking to them i love understanding them i love to me it's amazing but it's gotten to the point in my life where I have a lot of love around me and I really appreciate that. But in LA, it seems as though that there is another level to it, you know? Who said, uh, it was uh, Meek Mill, man. There is levels to this game. There's levels. And I don't think, I, and I know I haven't because I can see, I see what the upper echelon is. And I just don't think I've reached the upper echelon of my game. And this is coming from uh, watching a lot of different videos online in terms of social circle. Um, that's kind of one of the biggest concepts I'm kind of relearning. Is I go into these clubs and you know I can do I can do work in these clubs. I can go out and I can talk to a cute girl and I can approach her. I can be super direct, like yo, what's up? You're the cute, cutest, most adorable thing I've seen in here all night. Like who are you, right? And that's fine. It's dandy, and it, you know, it'll it gets me ladies and it gets me girls, and that's fine. And I meet amazing women based off that. But I don't really retain a lot of female friendships or a lot of even male friendships because of it. You know, I go for the girl, I get the girl, I have the girl with me, and now she's my girl, and then that's it. There's no like. Uh, you know, we we don't go hang out with her friends. Uh, rarely do I ever want to do that. It doesn't seem to me, it, you know, I didn't really have time for it. Mostly when I was doing this in college, it would literally just be like, okay, talk to a girl, get the girl, get her to come over, you know, fuck it out, and then that's pretty much it. You know, make love, talk about our feelings, and then she would just go back home. And then we'd just do that a couple times a week. And I do that with several girls. And that would basically just be the end of it. So what I've been doing now is, and I think the more genuine way to do it, I think I was coming from a different place back then. I was coming from an abundant place, don't get me wrong, but just a, a different, I think a little bit more confused place. Um, what I'm doing now is really trying to just make more higher quality, higher, more genuine people and more friends in L.A., and um, and I want to do it in the most genuine way possible. So if that means going out to, you know, nightclubs a couple times a week in order to meet the upper echelon of girls, right? To meet Hollywood Hills girls, to meet Beverly Hills girls, to meet, like, to see who they're hanging out with, what guys are hanging out with them, you know? What characteristics do they have? What are the good char characteristics that I can adopt? What are the bad characteristics that I can stay away from? Are they cool-ass fucking people? Do I just want to chill and fucking hang out with them? Things to figure out, you know? So that's really what I've been working on. And because of that, I've really had to become more socially aware of what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, and what that kind of environment is like. When you're in a nightclub environment, you have to realize that like we're all kind of there for the same purpose. We're all in that environment to have fun to dance to to meet people it's a very social environment and it can be extremely fun but it could also be extremely overwhelming and so to go and have direct what i would call a direct game and go and approach a girl super directly the girl might get extremely turned off now again she might get extremely turned on and that's great for me 
but that basically means that it's just me and her the whole night. I can't really go I can't really go through her friends. I can't really um Oh, I said um. That's not good. Dang it. All right. <laughs> we'll have to make a rule next time, but um ah, I did it again. Okay. All right, got to take some time. Got to take some time here. Just keep quiet. But the nightclub all right, let's get back on track. The nightclub environment is very different because you're all there for a certain reason. So you don't need to be as direct as possible. I think if it were in the daytime and you see a cute girl that you really like in the supermarket or on the street, then I think it makes more sense to be direct, you know? Um, go Going up to her in, in the daytime, be like, hey, listen, like, I don't know where you're going or but I just thought you were super cute. I had to come talk to you, right? I had to come grab your number super, super quick. I know you're, you know, you're off somewhere, but there's, I, that to me makes more sense if you're direct during the day. When you're at the club at night, everyone's kind of there to socialize. So you can be a little less, you can be more indirect. You can be less direct and you can do some things that will get you better results, right? So if you're hanging out with cooler people, if you're hanging out with more attractive looking people, that will give you social proof and that will allow you to have pre-selection. Social proof in terms of, um, how do I put it? Social proof in terms of, okay, well look at the status that I have because I'm hanging out with all these cool people and look at the... Uh, look at the pre-selection I have in terms of women. Like I, if I'm only surrounded by very cute, attractive girls and a couple of really good looking dudes, then anyone that sees me in terms of their RAS, uh, reticular activation system, automatically puts me at high value. Now imagine they see me, except I'm not at the, not, I'm not at a table. I'm, um, alone on the dance floor, I'm sipping my, my weird little drink, um, which I don't drink, so I wouldn't do that anyway, but that looks, I mean, if you're in a nightclub, great, it just doesn't look good though, you know? I think you wanna put yourself in the best position to look the best. I think to me that makes the most sense in terms of acquiring value and value scanning, right? Really scanning the room and seeing, wow, do I look like I'm in a position of power? Do I look like I'm... And to be honest, a lot of this and the way I analyze it, a lot of it can seem very... Um, what's the word? A lot of it can seem very unauthentic and very ingenuine. But just know, I think the best way to play the game is to understand the game. And I think if you can understand it from a mindset of this is how things are, then... I think you can play the game much better. I don't think you want to break the game. I just don't think that's how you win. I think uh, when we talk about life and we talk about um, the social aspect of life, I believe that it is important to just play the game to the best of your ability. You know, if you want to be hanging out with people that are socially more acceptable, socially more attractive. Um, you know, if I want my girlfriend to be a nine or a 10, or I want to, you know, fuck girls that are nines and tens, you know, what we call that, that 10 point system, ridiculous 10 point system, <laughs> you know, then I think it makes sense. 
it makes sense to do this and to play the game to your best of your ability. And so um, I'm in the process of doing that. So I've been going out probably four nights a week, average four nights a week. Sometimes I'll be going to clubs and venues and doing what I'll, what, uh, doing basically just making friends and, you know, expanding my social circle, getting people's Instagrams, getting people's numbers, really networking to the best of my ability. Because a lot of that, a lot of LA, this is what it is. It's just networking. Who do you know? How do you know them? Do you hang out with them? Uh, do you not hang out with them? What do you do? Um, that's very, very important. So that's kind of what I've been doing. And I've been really, really liking it. Um, I think the most important thing is to come from a genuine place and try to find out most about these people than to tell them about yourself. So just kind of be an active listener and really ask about these people, you know, because you never know who these people are going to be. You might meet, you know, some crazy um, connect and it might lead you down a path. And you have to, at some conscious point, realize like, yes, it may seem ingenuine, but I guarantee you it is. It is genuine. If I, I think if you come from a genuine place, then there's no way that it can be misconstrued. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been working on. Been working on um, disqualification when it comes to talking to women. I think that's just a big thing because I love messing with girls. I do. I think it's hilarious. So disqualifying is just another way to do it. Um, it's fun. It builds sexual tension. It's it's great. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So um, those are the two aspects I've kind of been focusing on in my life. Um, I do a bit of reading here from time to time, but I've been really focusing on creating my own business and expanding my network. And that's uh, that's two of the most important things in my life currently. And I keep you updated on. Um, more things to come. So that's pretty much it for today. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions, please send them to official.jeffrey.dean at gmail.com. Um, yeah, and I'm excited to answer your questions. I will, uh, in the from here to the next episode, be um, developing my business idea more in terms of becoming a life coach and or what I will call a life coach. I don't think that's the exact phrase I use, but I think I'm just going to build a program because I think that I know so much about the four major areas of life in terms of physicality, spirituality, uh, going out, being social, and just what your mentality is, is building a program specifically and tailoring it specifically towards people that have had struggles um, like that in their life. And that's kind of what the podcast is here for, is to show my struggles, but it's also show how much that I've learned over time. You know, I've spent three years basically self-investing um, a lot of my time in myself, right? Not, you know, fucking around, not playing computer games or, although I have done that from time to time or, you know, watching movies and TV shows. I've really kind of limited a lot of that to really focus just purely on myself, purely on my own mentality, my own, um, my ability to communicate, my uh, physicality in terms of how I look like, what I look like, how I dress like, how I act like, how I come off, how I'm perceived, a lot of different things. So I'm going to start building this program, focusing on it, and then just go out and networking and see 
you know, who else is in the area? Who else is in the market for something like this? Um, I hope that I reach kind of a younger generation. You know, that's why I call this millennial entourage is because I have an entourage of millennials, me and my best friends who all of us have been working on ourselves and creating the best version of ourselves for the last three or four years. I want to say 22 years, but, you know, really hardcore the last three or four. And, but I also want to focus on the millennials who, who are a little bit lost and are a little bit confused and are looking for some guidance. I want to be able to refer people to mentors in the Los Angeles area and be a, a kind of connect for, for those people who are looking to take the next step in their life in you know, whatever aspect of their life. Um, so I think that's really important for me. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is Jeffrey Dean, Millennial Entourage, and we're out. Peace.